0: it's choosing a harder life it's definitely a harder lifestyle like if i'm going to choose i would want the easier route and but actually the more the more i'm actually in this community i'm like i'd still choose to be gay at the end of the day well i'm definitely happy i feel like i always say like if i weren't a lesbian i'd be really boring yeah (laughs) for sure for sure
1: Welcome back to another episode. My name is Kirsty Pike. And I'm Christine Diaz and we are your hosts for the original podcast, She Comes With Baggage. Today, we're gonna be mixing it up a little bit and we're gonna be pulling questions out of a cup that you all submitted. And these are all the questions you should
0: never say to a lesbian. They're terrible, but I am so excited to get into this conversation. (laughs) Let's go sister. (laughs) So on our submission form, we had you all submit questions That you've been asked as a lesbian or just a person from the community and these are the most atrocious ones that we found and it's sad that a lot of us have experienced these are we all
1: living the same life because some of these are like yeah these are terrible
0: questions that we get asked all the time yeah
1: still to this day 2024 people are still asking these questions i don't know why but we're gonna we're gonna pull them out of a bowl or a cup i guess for like (laughs) a bowl then we're gonna ask each other and dissect from there okay
0: (laughs) i'm gonna go first drum roll
1: (laughs) okay what's it gonna be who's the man in the relationship oh my goodness (laughs) this is a perfect one to start with Who's the man in the relationship? I feel like when okay this usually comes when you're talking to someone you introduce that you're my partner, you're my girlfriend or something like that and someone literally says I don't I don't get it. Who's the man in the relationship? And I'm just
0: like oh, I mean my honestly my mom has even asked me this before in some of my past relationships. I think, honestly, it all goes back to patriarchy. It's always a patriarchy. (laughs) We need to bring the Barbie movie back, you know? Yeah. Like, I just feel like somebody needs to categorize it and feel like there needs to be a more masked person in the relationship.
1: It's basically going back to, it's it's a very subconscious misogynistic question, right? It's Mm -hmm. basically implying that you need to have a man in the relationship in order to be happy or in order for gender roles to be to exist yeah Yeah. and at the end of the day it's just not the case I don't know why this is still a question that people feel compelled
0: to ask and I typically I feel and it could also be insulting like I would never if somebody called me a man I'm just not gonna gonna take it lightly like why
1: (laughs) yeah and I also I feel like it kind of defeats the entire purpose too I mean I am attracted to to women and so are you and and you are a woman and you can you go by she her yeah exactly so i think at the end of the day it's just one of those questions that when a man asks this question it's typically them asserting their male dominance and feeling like they can still be a part of the relationship or we wouldn't be happy and i it's just one of those things there we go asmr
0: why do you choose to be gay again choose <laughs>
1: the why keyword, just why
0: choose <laughs> yeah i i think that
1: this is also just people don't know the correct terminology whenever or the the correct language when talking to a queer person this is very much like oh you're you're a lesbian oh my best friend's cousin's ankle twice removed from my family is also gay i i'm cool with the gays and i'm like oh my god it's fine you don't yeah. want to just be awkward about it it's all good
0: but, how you feel is not a choice yeah. and i mean when i came out i was 11. Yeah. So I knew at a very very young age what I liked and didn't like.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And I think that whenever someone asks this question, it's very much condescending to your true feelings and you trying to express who you are and open up to about who you truly are and who you how you feel inside. And when they ask this question, it's almost exactly the opposite of making you feel safe or comfortable in that conversation or with that person, right? So yeah, let's just cut this one out. No more using this question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Being gay was a choice. Most people would immediately assume that you would choose not, right? Because
0: it's choosing a harder life. It's definitely <laughs> a harder lifestyle. Like if I'm going to choose, I would want the easier route. And But
1: actually, the more, the more I'm actually in this community, I'm like,
0: I'd still choose to be gay at the end of the day. <laughs> well, I'm definitely happy. I feel like <laughs> I always say, like, if I weren't a lesbian, I'd be really boring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. But don't you want to have children? <laughs> we've had we've been asked this so many times. Again, my parents have also asked me this. It's I think this
1: one's less forwardly offensive, right? I think this is
0: clearly them just, just not people being... not knowing or being educated about the different options, options. that you yeah. have. Absolutely. Um, I think that. I know we kind of talked about this in the first episode. I think we eventually want to have children. We're not, definitely not there yet. Yeah. But there are options. Yeah. You can adopt. You can have IVF. IVF. Absolutely. Parents look so different these days and the definition of what a parent means. And so, yeah, I just feel like it's, it's so different. Like we've seen people co-parent with couples. Yeah, before. absolutely. Well, also, do you remember that time when
1: your dad um, called us because your mom was sick when we were in Southeast Asia and your dad called and he told you, Hey, your mom's been in the hospital for a while. And, uh, my dad
0: has never acknowledged me being out or anything before. Like he obviously knew that Kirstie and I were together, but he never said anything at this yeah. time. And this was 2019, my mom got sick and he was like, you know, you don't have to come back home. Like, she's going to be okay. I'm happy. You're happy. And it's okay if you and Kirsty don't have children. And that was almost his way of saying like, Oh, I accept that you're gay. Which was
1: like, <laughs> wait a second. It threw us both off for a loop because we were like, wait a second. First we're like crying because we're scared for your mom and then, hold on. He just said that. Which is that him accepting us? I don't know. But also We can have kids. We can that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I guess we can get into this later, but thank you, I guess. But yeah, we yeah, I don't know. I think it really caught us off guard that he said that, but I was like, Dad, we're going to have to have a conversation with you later that we can actually have Short answer is
0: too. people within the community, LGBTQ yeah. plus community can have kids.
1: I mean, also when it comes to building a family, this is something that's super important to you. I think for me, family was not always at the core of what my life was about for many, many years. I have a really different you know, experience with family, but I think being around your family was so amazing, right? Mm -hmm. You taught me a different, I don't know, perspective when it comes to being around family. So I think now, six and a half years into our relationship, I think I'm more willing to explore having kids and things like that because it'd be beautiful to have our own
0: family too. I think I'm so happy this is documented. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying tomorrow. Hold on.
1: I'll reel it back. I'm, I'm saying one day, hypothetically speaking, hypothetically, bold, underlined, italicized, hypothetically. But what do you think? I mean, do you want to eventually have kids?
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, okay, go I say that now. This. I know. It's very back and forth because to some extent, it would mean travel would look very differently for yeah. us. I think it would definitely change It's also change very expensive to have kids these days. Yeah. And I think that is... I just want to make sure that I could give them a good life. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing for me. And my sister was
1: saying recently, I was on the phone with her, that her daycare for five days a week in Tennessee is $1,400 a month for one child. And she was like, it's not like buy one, get one free. If you have a second kid, you (laughs) got to have to pay that two times. And I'm like, how do people genuinely, how do people afford? And that's just Tennessee. Like imagine New
0: York or LA. Yeah.
1: As it was shocking, and I think now that my sister has a one-year-old, I think it's opening the doors up for conversations I've never thought about before. What does being a parent look like? What are the hours you put into it, and things like that? So it, it's it's really nice too because I feel like I'm learning through her what it could look like for us and how our lives would change. And there's a lot of beautifulness about there's a lot of beautifulness about that too. You mm-hmm. know, so I don't know. We'll see. Hypothetically. We'll Hypothetically.
0: See. <laughs> okay. Can I watch or join (sighs) like, again, why also, why do people think this is socially acceptable? Like, do I just look like the Tinder app where I'm like, can I watch or join? Like, and why why am I opening up this to conversation? But I also
1: want to know if, if. Okay, most times when someone asks, this, it's a man, right? But what I want to know is, has this has this ever worked for you? Has this ever been like, yes, yeah, success story? I actually got to join or watch because I, I need asked, to know because <laughs> I I feel like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time it's not going to work and you're just looking like an asshole. You know what I mean? Why would you ever? I don't go up to heterosexual couples. I don't go up to s- straight couples and be like, hot, can I join or watch? Like, ew. Uh, why would you ever say that to someone? And I think this also goes back to that first question, who's the man in the relationship, because it kind of ties back in the male dominant side of things where they feel like they need to assert themselves into your relationship in order for you to feel fulfilled. I'm like,
0: trust me, we're fine.
1: We're good without you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is no hate towards like, Every man. This is. These are just the questions that we've gotten. So I think this is a common one too, and I this think, is really yeah. common, sadly. And it's not
1: even just men. I think sometimes when someone doesn't know how to. Yeah,
0: we've had women. Everyone kind of asked this before, and I, I think just.
1: I don't know if it comes out of uncomfortability where they don't know how to react next, so they just immediately say, "Cool," like let me what are you doing on tuesday night shoot like, your let me shoot my shot yeah i don't know it's just <laughs> cringe. i don't know because then it's like what do you want me to do now you want me to reject
0: you do you want me to reject you to your face like how do we to? move on with the conversation yeah or like how do I we circulate around like how do we circle around this and get away from this conversation yeah what do we follow it's up really next
1: with like what's your favorite color i don't know how to follow up with your question mm-hmm. but
0: <laughs> i guess whenever
1: someone asks you this question it's just asserting that, you know, fighting it off with just being very clear that it's a disrespectful thing to do. I think this is something that I want to get better at in the future, too, is immediately shutting that down. Instead of, I think the the thing that I would typically do is just laugh it off because I don't want to cause uncomfortability. But at the end of the day, they're making me feel uncomfortable. So why not just shut it down and say, listen, I feel disrespectful when you ask me this question. I think Or that I that, feel disrespected. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel disrespected when you ask me this question. So... I would really appreciate it if you don't. I think if I try that, I don't think I've ever tried that because I just get awkward. And I'm like, let's just avoid
0: this. Let's like save face for everyone in the, and yeah. everyone in the room, like, I don't want to reject you, yeah. but I also, in my mind, am rejecting you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For sure. That's my TikTok alarm to post a TikTok going off right
1: there. Tell you know, <laughs> You got to post. Stay consistent, y'all. Aren't you scared to go to hell? <laughs>
0: I feel like you have a lot to say to this because yeah. you were raised in the south and the bible belt and yeah. you've personally dealt with yeah even your closest friends telling you this
1: yeah i think when i came out so i'm from tennessee originally which is considered the bible belt area the southern states and so where i am from there's a lot of talk about religion you know it's very much ingrained into everything you do all day every day is about religion and heaven and hell and everything ringed out so i think this was always a question that there already weren't a lot of conversations around what being lgbtq identifying was but when you did hear people talk about gay people in, in whatever context that might be, it was always a negative connotation. Always. There was never anything positive to say. And so that's why I was always like, well, good thing that's not me. Like that's, (laughs) I'm not going to hell, you know? And as a child, I just thought that that was for someone else. And as you grow up, you realize, oh, they are talking about me, but why am I, I'm not a bad person. I feel like I live my life to try to be the, the, the nice person, the nicest person I can be. So why are, why are people automatically assuming I'm going to hell? There's so much misconception around what it means to be lgbtq or in a same-sex relationship because at the end of the day all humans just want to love and be loved right and i think that there's no wrong answer there for (laughs) for why you are in a same-sex relationship it's also we talked about this before it's not a choice you know this is who we are
0: yeah i just also feel like i hate when people try to like put their religion on us because I feel like we've all done our fair share of sinning. And so for them to think that this is a sin, it's just, yeah, it's a terrible thing. And I just feel like it's something that they're they're not aware or familiar with. And so they think it's bad.
1: And you're automatically, when you ask that question, you're automatically implying that your love is wrong, that our love is wrong, Right. right? You're automatically implying that I love you two together, but... At the end of the day, you're gonna burn alive because of the way you love. And I'm like, that sounds terrible. It's so mean when you really break it down. You know, like also
0: <laughs> when we're talking about the goodness of things, like religion should be wrapped around love. good things, yeah. positive things, and like the fact that you are saying that to someone. Like, yeah. let's that whole thing needs to be revisited, and right? And sometimes
1: over. I think when it comes to the topic of
0: you know religion and the Bible and all of that. People pick and choose what it is they want. Totally. People can interpret yeah. whatever religion they're in to say what they want. Yeah. And so in this case, because the South was or is not accepting, that's how they position their beliefs to be.
1: Absolutely. And it, and also to clarify, you come from a very Catholic background. Yeah, you and I, c-
0: I still consider myself to be Catholic. I don't think I'm extreme. I do think that it's taught me a lot of... Positive things in the, in a way, like right from wrongs and things that it's definitely built my structure. Yeah, as and you've always
1: said that you love religion and the fact it's that also it's also a huge m- part of my culture. Yeah, I, you've so. also said in the past that you love religion and the fact that it really builds a foundation for morals, right, and how you should treat people and the way you should treat yourself and things like that. Which is ironic when people ask this question. I know, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I was born and raised in the South. I would consider myself to be spiritual. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm religious, but again, s- spirituality has a lot of the same foundations too, as what religion would in the sense of morals. And I just would never say this to someone. I guess so. Stop saying it to people. <laughs> Are you sisters or related? Oh, we get this one, I think, the most, actually. I changed my answer from before. We get this one the most, which actually flabbergasts me, if that's a word, because we're completely different ethnicities. Yeah,
0: we look very different.
1: I think the only thing that makes us the same is our brown hair,
0: I guess. But You have, like, jet black hair, and mine's brown. So the fact that... I mean, let's just talk about our backgrounds here. So, again, I am... Mexican, Peruvian, and Chinese. We actually did our DNA test and I'm the whole world. (laughs) And okay, let's,
1: we can take it back an even further notch. So when we were traveling in Southeast Asia, I was like comparing my arm to her and I was like, look, I get just as tan as you do in, in summertime. And I was like, maybe I have something really cool in my DNA that I just didn't know about before. I was like, let's do our DNA test. And so we eventually did it and we did our DNA test and it came back and I was so upset because yours is way cooler than mine was.
0: Kirsty's was a zoomed in version of the UK.
1: Literally. It was just (laughs) like England, Ireland, Scotland zoomed in and their family
0: did not mess around no no they're all
1: <laughs> in one area they're very and i think there's maybe three percent or something scandinavian i think we're just still white white af all the way around and then we swiped over and got christine's dna test and hers was basically the entire world was circled except for antarctica and, and australia. australia yeah and i was like you're just showing off now you know and it was but it's fascinating how you are the whole you're mm. everywhere Yeah. And the opposite of sides of things.
0: Calling us sisters is just. uh.
1: We actually had this. I had this happen to me recently. I was getting to know someone. We went to a dinner. I kicked it off really well with this girl. She was awesome. We got along really, really well. I thought we were very on the same page when it comes to people saying microaggressions and things like that. So we. Cool. We went home. I was like, wow, I really like this girl. And the next day. Um, she came up to us and she was like, oh, I thought I was looking at your Instagram it looks like y'all are twins on everything that you do. And I was like, I don't know how to...
0: Uh, No, it was something along the lines of like, she was trying to find our Instagram and our Instagram photo was the two of us. And she was like, oh, that can't be them. They look like sisters there. And it was like... No, like why? (laughs) I I just don't think maybe people
1: realize how offensive this is, right? You're basically implying that my love is incestuous. And to me, that's just really a messed up thing to say to someone, you know what I mean? Like, I know we all follow that Instagram page that's like dating or siblings, like I get it. Like we all secretly, you're trying to figure it out, but just don't say it to someone. Like I would never go up to a straight couple and be like, hmm, I know you told me that you're dating, but you really look like siblings to me. It just feels again, why would? Why don't we turn the narrative around and you just wouldn't do that to other couples. But I don't know what it is about queer couples that people feel entitled to, to immediately say that you look related or something. Oh, this is <laughs> perfect for you. Okay. When someone comes up and you tell them that I'm your girlfriend and they look at you and they say, it's weird, you don't look gay. <laughs> I was like, first of all, what does that mean about me? <laughs> Why are you only asking you that? Why are you asking me that? But sure, go ahead, go ahead. How does that make you feel?
0: Well, I just hate that there is a look to being gay. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't the early two thousands anymore, and I don't think that a look defines if you're gay or not.
1: Absolutely no. It's like
0: there are a ton of femmes out there yeah. that are out and about, and yeah, I think maybe benefit of the doubt. Three decades ago,
1: maybe a lesbian would have to look or dress a certain way for people to understand or identify who who they are, right, or who they love, and so they might have had to dress more of a, a masculine presenting in order for people to actually know. But I think times have changed, right? And sexuality and and sexuality and I think we're st- is... setting
0: the standard too. Like yeah. there's a ton of visible queer pre- representation out there now that yeah. you know can look and express themselves the way they want and still be a lesbian relationship or a career relationship.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I think, too, the way you dress, the person you love, all about that, there's a lot of fluidity there, right? Mm. You don't have to fit these labels. I think that kind of goes back to it, too, where you're really wanting to break outside of labels you don't want to have to have these structures binding you and you have to act a certain way and talk a certain way in order to be who you truly are I think you should be able to explore who you truly are authentically Mm -hmm. and nobody should tell you you should act or dress a certain way to love
0: who you love right yeah and if anything I'm more of a lesbian than you are because I knew when I was 11
1: yeah which is (laughs) crazy. I think that uh, people always say that to Christine and I was like she might have long nails but she's known she was gay much longer (laughs) (laughs) I also play into that, too, where I was younger and I was still a baby gay, as you would put it. I did shave my hair on one side and get all these tattoos because also I thought that is what being queer meant. And to a certain degree, I still I mean, I love the look that I have, but it took me a long time and I'm still working on it how to dress and act a certain way to feel like I truly truly am yourself. Yeah, exactly. But you've always known exactly who you are. You're like, I like my stilettos. I like my long nails. Yeah, I'm not changing like my style. Like
0: I love the way I look, but how I look doesn't define who I love. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> okay. Maybe you haven't found the right man yet. These are just terrible questions. I'm sorry, but. I know. Also, again, we—I feel like the fact that these are the questions that were submitted, like these are questions we get asked. Yeah,
1: I think that this goes to show it's a very universal experience that we're all living because these w- submitted answers weren't just one time; mm-hmm. multiple people answered and multiple people said. A yeah, lot of these things. are the
0: ones that kind of like we're, topped. Yeah.
1: And um, so maybe you haven't found the right man yet. again, it goes back to feeling like you have to fulfill this, have a man to fulfill your relationship. Also, fun fact, we are not gold star lesbians. We've both been with men. Unfortunately, I suppressed that memory completely. But (laughs) both of us have. And, And a lot of that comes back from where we come from and everything. But, you know, just as some people who are straight, you don't have to be with someone of the same sex to know that you're straight. It's the same thing with being queer, right? You don't have to just, you don't have to try everything under the sun to know who you truly are and who, what feels good to you, right? Mm -hmm. So I think just asking this question, maybe you haven't met met the right man yet. Also, it it dilutes the love that you do have, or especially if we say, hi, Mm -hmm. we're a lesbian couple, you know, we've been together for six and a half years and someone immediately says, well, how do you know you haven't met the right man yet? You're immediately shutting down and you are immediately putting down who dismissing, we are, yeah, dismissing yeah, our whole
0: identity and
1: our love. Yeah, exactly. For each other. Yeah. So me telling you that we've been together six and a half years means nothing to you at that point, which is kind of crazy that somebody would immediately ask that question. And again, yeah. it's 2024. People got to know that these questions got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> One more. Dun dun dun. Do you
0: think this is just a phase? Well, the longest phase. Yeah, of this life. Is the longest <laughs> phase that we've gone through so far.
1: <laughs> I know. When people say this, it's also it's like do you? It's almost treating your sexuality like a haircut or trying on a new outfit or something. Do you think that your outfit choice is just a phase? It's like. Oh my god! I don't know. I'm deeply in love with you, and I am very secure with my self identity. I I know for sure I like women. That's
0: I think this question too triggered me so much when I was younger because I was like, oh my god, maybe it is. Or like, Mm -hmm. at that time, I tried to fight myself so much on just being out, and I was like, you know what? Maybe it is a phase. Let me just try it out. Yeah. Like, let me just try other. Yeah. People out and trying no, to date absolutely. guys, and so I did try that, and turns yeah. out it wasn't a phase. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, it's also when people ask this question, it's it's kind of like gaslighting you, right? Because yeah. they ask you, you get asked so many times, especially coming out as a younger person. I would imagine more and more and more people are like, just
0: you're gonna, gonna grow top. out of you're it. You're going out of it. Or some people would even say it's a trend.
1: Yeah, no, like, and what? Yeah. And I feel like when you are younger, especially, I mean, I came out when I was, what, 18 or 19, so still quite young. Actually, I came out when I was 21. I kind of knew when I was like 19 years old. But when people ask this question consistently, you start to really think about it to yourself. Am I? But maybe it is. Is it a phase? I don't know. And so the whole time that you are trying to figure out who you are, who you love, and who you're going to be, you're also... Double fighting yourself and saying, but maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, maybe it's just a phase.
0: Again, I feel like it goes back to not having enough representation mm-hmm. at the time. Like the people I was looking at were those few shows, like mm-hmm. Santana from Glee, and <laughs> yeah, South of Nowhere, and kind of leading back to Tumblr to kind of find people that were like me. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think when
1: someone tells me that they're straight, I'm just going to start asking if it's a phase. I'm just going to reverse <laughs> Done. the question. Are you sure this is just a phase? Like, maybe you will grow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just haven't tried. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I think that was it, right? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe if you're enjoying this podcast. And next week,
0: I'm going to be sharing my coming out story going to be a good one. It's (laughs) juicy.